Hey guys, welcome to episode 40 of Bono's Stuff with my dude, Billy Bunton. Uh, he is a guy I played high school football with at Brooklyn Tech. Uh, we are I'm on my 20th year uh, from graduating. He's one year ahead of me, so he's on 21, not to age us too much. But uh, this was a really fun chat. Uh, I really enjoy these chats where we can just kind of freestyle, let it flow, and uh, yeah, this was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed. You get something out of it. You get 1% to 3% better from listening to it. We talk on some varied concepts. And again, really want to thank Billy. He just got married yesterday. I think we touched on it in the podcast. Um, but it actually happened yesterday from the day I'm releasing this. So we are on April 4th. Uh, yeah, 5th. April 5th, he got married. Uh, I'm releasing this April 6th of 2021 i hope you guys enjoy hope you're having a great day please don't forget especially if you're enjoying it to uh, share this review it rate it on your favorite podcast app and again have an awesome healthy day and get one percent better i should ask you for okay here we are bono stuff (laughs) bono's billy bunton i think you're my like 10th guest from brooklyn technical high school i clearly have kept a solid network there of good humans. And again, I, I posted the other day how grateful I was to to get to go to that lovely high school. Uh, you know, uh, for anyone not familiar, one of the specialized high schools, there's a whole bunch of controversy now. They're getting rid of the, the entrance exam to get in or debating that and all this stuff. And uh, yeah. but but yeah, we we've been re, we've been reconnected, I guess, a little bit. Uh, we had this Brooklyn Tech football uh, group that we're doing monthly now. Billy's missed the last one, but and he's getting married this month, so he's going to miss this one. Congrats, Billy! Um, and uh, I, I will shout out your proposal, which I thought I had a pretty cool proposal. I proposed on stage uh, on Broadway at the Phantom of the Opera. I had a connection. My, one of my best friends plays the Phantom of the Opera. So he got me on stage and wow. I was going to do it in front of the audience. Yeah. Uh, but we did it afterwards, like on the backstage tour. And I had like the violinist come in, but Billy beat me and he got works at CNN and he got Jake Tapper. And uh, who was the other? Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer, that guy. I, I, I minimize my CNN watching. I'll be very honest. Um, and I, I, I just minimize all the political stuff. I'll say across across both lines, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was very cool. So I didn't understand. Uh, can anyone like go check that out on YouTube? Like it was very cool. And was yeah, that yeah, yeah. did that air live or was that just like a, a kind of closed circuit thing? Because that you oh. like I, I get that they were like truly you know like talking to you, uh, and that was great. When was it? I think Wolf Blitzer was like, uh, and if she said no, then you'll have wasted a significant amount of my time. Um, <laughs> which was great. It was hilarious, yeah. Um, um, no, definitely, definitely close circuit. Definitely, they filmed that okay. on the side, um, in between maybe like a commercial break, and they sent that over to me. And I was so happy that that they did that. And uh, I know, uh, obviously, because I work there, producers and the people who work for those shows, and they hooked me up. But I do not have that kind of juice when they would put that <laughs> live on air. No sir. Um, that would have been that would have been fun. That could have gone pretty viral. Oh my goodness, that would have been interesting. No, but yours um, is interesting. Are you crazy? I love that. I love that. Fan of the opera? Are you kidding me? Well done. Yeah, I think uh, I originally wanted to do it in front of the audience, which I think right. would have been a little too much. And, and in the in the grand scheme, in retrospect, um, everyone was, including my wife, was like, 
I think I'm better with the way it went than, than um, yeah. The the one thing I'll say about that, I had a couple of my friends there, um, and uh, it was a couple of cu couple of couples that I know, and I think like two two out of five got divorced since, then, which I don't know if that's a bad sign or what, but wow, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's about the it's about the rate, you know. Seems like unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, and that and that's where my wife, uh, sex and relationship therapist, uh, she she'll stay in in business for a long time, helping trying to help couples avoid divorce. And as we always talk about, if we can get to you sooner before the issues begin, uh, before those little things build up. So I, I talk about that physically, aches and pains. Uh, so I did actually want to let's jump there. I did want to check in. We were talking a little before we went live. Uh, you said you're feeling good. I know I, I've sent you a few um, stretch routines and things like that. And you're saying overall, you're feeling good. Uh, I would say from what I've seen, you're one of the, the folks I keep up with that from, from our high school anyway, that, that has stayed on top of some kind of physical fitness. Um, so yeah, yeah. Glad you know this <laughs> um, yeah. So what, what, what's your, what's been your trick routine motivation? Um, is it the fact that you, you, you have been single up till now? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not even gonna pretend like I'm on top of stuff like that. Obviously, I mean, when you when you play football, either at Tech or you know, I went on to play. Um, anyway, it's like I'm never gonna be that again. I mean, where I where I am now is just a. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid injuries and I'm trying to stay loose. I sit a lot, uh, so um, I was just talking about this with my fiance about getting like a little bench here. I have a stand sit table. And so, are, are you sure. sitting? Are you sitting right now? I'm sitting right now. Should I stand? Okay. You know, I'm standing. I mean, I I I I push no judgments onto you, my friend. Um, but when, I, when I stand. I sway a lot. You're gonna see a lot of. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I mean, I don't. A, we're putting this on audio as well. Uh, and B, uh, I don't know. I, I I move around a lot. So, is that? Do you have some music going? What is that? What's that? No, that was the. That was the so yeah, I mean, little things like that. That's my whole thing. Get 1% better every day. Uh, little things like if we're on a call for, we're going to do this 45 minute thing here. Uh, so 45 minutes of standing, shifting around, that's, that's your body stretching out. Um, you know, so, so that's kind of a, a cool thing. The other, uh, this is a fun, I guess, historical fact, uh, you're familiar with, uh, you've been in enough bars, maybe in New York city. Uh, do you know wh why they call it a bar? No, the if you've ever seen a more old school bar, they might not have us at, at more new school bars, um, but they have a little like thing at the bottom. They have the bar where you can lean lean on and you have your drink. But underneath, yes. they used to have a bar that you put your foot on so that right. you can you can and you can change your feet so that basically you stand there and you're drinking for a few hours. Uh, you have that bar to lean on. Uh, so that's kind of where that that name came from. And again, back then. Uh, even in the whatever 1800s, when when they first came out with that stuff, uh, they they thought of putting something there so that basically it's more comfortable for multiple hours of standing and drinking. And as you get intoxicated, I'm guessing it's also useful. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You know? Way to innovate, you know? way to innovate, <laughs> get people to drink the stamina. So I wanted to touch on your podcast. Where is now? W I N Win. Uh, where is now? I've enjoyed every episode. I missed them. Haven't had a few in a while, but I know that you guys are busy making money and things, but, uh, 
just again, I, I consider you again in, in, in the friend circle, like, you know, you guys talked about some very serious issues, racial stuff, a lot of stuff going on in the country. Um, I feel like it was very needed right before the election as there was a lot more stuff going on. I feel like everything's kind of calmed down and I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to knock on wood since, since uh, other than that whole uh, insurrection thing. But other than that, it's, it's been um, <laughs> uh, pretty calm, but yeah, what, what's going on with the podcast and, and maybe talk about a little bit of, um, you know, what inspired you guys to, to start that? Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Um, man, is it calmer? I don't know. I think, I think it's quieter. I think Twitter's quieter. You know, we don't have that, that president there, but things are, things are, things are different and strange. And I think we still need to try to look at it and analyze it. And uh, Jesse and I, Jesse's my partner on the Where's Now podcast. Jesse Friesen is an incredible dude. He's a documentary filmmaker and um, he's uh, traveled. He's one of these people. He, he went to uh, Honduras and lived in the nation's capital, I believe, Tegucigalpa. Lived there for three years and became really involved in the community and, and, and came away learning a ton and put it all in this film. And he's just, we've been involved in that kind of stuff. Um, these conversations and trying to understand the world. And we said, yo, why don't we get together and film our conversations? Cause we used to have so many, so many good ones. And, and one of our, so our main focus really is to try to find a person or a movement, an idea, things to, that we can model after. You know, I think that's a good thing. Things that are, that, that are worth, um, replicating, worth trying to be like, and so we try to we try to look at different different things like that in history and people, and so far so good, man. Like you said, we try to touch on some difficult topics, but we try to do it with grace and with care, and uh, but also honesty, you know. As yeah. A so yeah. Yeah, and just for the 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 folks at home who haven't maybe checked it out, uh, you had the uh, the Dave Chappelle one, Michael Jordan, Cardi B. Uh, Helen Keller, Rosa Parks, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which was, I think, right uh, after she passed away in the fall there. Um, and so those were some of the episodes you guys filmed or, or put together. And and yeah. just super, super kind of, it's not even creative per se, but like, yeah, you guys did a fantastic job of blending these ideas, these concepts, bringing it back together, talking about a bigger picture of where we are, where is now, where are, where, where are we, how does, how does something like Helen Keller connect to um, you know, where we are today. So again, just really, really cool stuff. And anybody who's uh, seen my logo, the, the bow fit with the, the guy, do, the, the guy, the body, which is the silhouette of me actually doing a muscle up. That's Billy's handiwork. Uh, he put that together for me many years ago and many years uh, ago. Many years ago. Uh, I think that was before I went to Dubai. So that must've been 2015 or something like that. Um, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, that was very cool. And Billy's just a creative dude. He's, you're doing a lot of digital, uh, animations now. Is that, is that the next, the main yeah, thing? Man. And that's what, that's what you do with CNN, right? So I, I'm no longer with CNN. Oh, no oh, okay. I missed I left, that part. Yeah. I left CNN in December or January 1st was my last day or December, whatever the last day of December was. So you did um, the proposal, got, got that out of the well, way and then... <laughs> So much stuff, so much stuff. This this last four months have been nutty. Lots of lots of move, and then moved up to Baltimore and all that. So anyway, lots of stuff. But uh, no longer CNN. And I did do. I was an editor. I was an editor producer at CNN. So I worked mostly with video footage of, of things. Um, 
But yeah, before that, I was a graphics and visual effects, motion graphics person. And that's kind of where I'm going back now. And then more recently, character animation, which has been yeah. really interesting too. So yeah. Yeah, so if you guys check out his social media, he had some cool ones with like Serena Williams and just getting that finer, like the breathing as she's getting ready to return a serve. Huh? Naomi Osaka, the tennis player. Oh, that was not Serena? It wasn't Serena. Oh. <laughs> But that's fine. My bad. My bad. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look very closely. I'll be honest, yeah, but clearly. it was very cool. I was I was looking at the you know the breathing and the uh, you know that whole thing and uh, yeah it was it was just very cool the 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 you know just returning that serve focusing on the that that mouth movement the the eye movement just yeah, uh, that's. It's, again, stuff that I wish I knew how to do. Um, <laughs> and uh, my, like I think we talked about, we have a lot of that, the, the kind of, I think, similar brain patterns. Uh, I think <laughs> well, that's why we've kept in touch so long. But again, very different skill sets uh, where, where you've obviously studied all that stuff. And you have a degree in ethics, right? Is that? I do, yeah, which is interesting, man. And uh, it's so funny, uh, for a while, you know, so the joke is like, what's it's a philosophy degree, so it's a master's in international relations and ethics. It's like, what, what do you do with that? But I find it, I find it's been really helpful to sort of make sense of the absurdity of our situation and sort of like, you know, navigate it and figure out like what's real and, and stuff like that. So I, I find it, I find it actually surprisingly helpful <laughs> in this moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, certain people are going to gravitate towards those kind of degrees. And again, you get some people from the outside, like, yeah, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to be a professor or, or that yeah. kind of thing? Like you spend a decent amount of money to, to get a degree in that, but yeah, where does it really take you? And at the end of the day, you know, I got my bachelor's in psychology. Um, I don't, I don't do anything in that psychology world per se, but I think taking a lot of those classes helped me in my pursuit of physical therapy and understanding behavior change, which is really the, the crux of what I've done. And again, shifted away from traditional physical therapy of, you know, you go in, you hurt, you hurt your knee, you go into the clinic, we'll do a little massage, we'll do a little heat stim electricity, that kind of McDonald's version of, of physical therapy. And I've moved much as far away from that as possible to, uh, again, behavior change. So, so how a lot of that stuff comes into play again, not, not realizing that a bachelor's in psychology might've helped me same way that a master's in, in ethics, um, allows you to make sense of the world. And now again, as, as you're doing this podcast, probably serving uh guy, you know, guiding light, if you will, for, for that. So I think, uh, I hope yeah. so. I hope so. <laughs> I, find, I find that what you're saying is right though. Like uh, having like these dis different disciplines, like being familiar with things outside of the, outside of the this particular narrow framework, you, you, you pull things in together be able to see things differently and without a doubt what you said i've never heard the mcdonald's approach like what you said there but i know what you mean in terms of the opposite i feel like you i you when i go to see your content i'm seeing um a level of complexity and interest in these are behavior behavior shifting as well as just like rope mechanical movement of the body like you're you're incorporating stuff in a different way and it shows and uh, i've told you this before i would say it again on camera it's really good <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the, at the end of the day, though, that's what makes it harder for me to, and we don't have to make this like a, a marketing session for me, but uh, that's what makes it difficult for me. And again, I moved away from even the concept of physical therapy, despite having this, you know, $100,000 degree as a doctor of physical therapy, but I almost have to move away from what's associated with that because there is this, um, 
sorry, there's some weird issue here on Facebook. That's okay. We're fine. Um, anyway, but, but yeah, so it, it, that's been my, my struggle, I guess. And even with the logo that you helped me with so long ago, it's, it's been that, how do I encapsulate all this crazy stuff I'm trying to do? Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, do I focus on the fitness? I was in the CrossFit space, uh, this kind of thing. So I think, again, it sounds like you've also jumped around so much. Um, like I said, I think our brains are probably wired very similar ways, whether you call it ADD, ADHD, or just, uh, you know, wanting to change shit that we see in the world that we don't agree with and trying to find ways to do that. Um, which again, for me, the healthcare system is not great. Um, and you know, the statistics are there for that. And that's my passion of, again, checking in with, with you. And, you know, we've been on these kind of football calls and I don't want to be that sales guy. Like, Hey, everyone. Like I can help you all like pay me some money. Uh, But, but at the same time, it's like, that's what I'm passionate about. And I'm like, I'm confident that, you know, if I get folks uh, to work with me uh, that, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to help them. And if I, if we can't come to a way to help them, then, you know, we, we, we move on, but uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting uh, continued journey, if you will, uh, a, a, a path of, again, like if we, if we put a timeline of your, uh, you know, your career since, since, uh, you got your ethics degree there, you know, would it be kind of all over the place and jumping different streets and highways? Is that what that would look like or? Yeah, definitely. Um, man, when I, so leaving Stony Brook, came to DC, worked on the hill, really wasn't uh, a fan of the way that that place works. Still not a fan. Um, which led me into the ethics degree, honestly, seeing how that place worked. My, when I first went there, I was excited to be part of this governmental system and all the stuff we learned about in the books. So gonna, and instead, it's this other thing. And I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta like go back and think about how we, yeah. like any of this. So, anyway, from there, um, I was a personal trainer for oh, uh, about four years, had some great experiences there, and um, just got into the motion graphic stuff, man. It just, you know, it, it really worked my tail off and also got lucky in some in, in a lot of instances and found some cool people and I've just been trying to build relationships and keep going. Um, can I just say too, something about like, you were talking about, I don't know, just think about this moment, man. I think that the industry, the industry of wellness uh-huh. is, was always important. But I think it's increasingly so now. And I think you're right in it. What with this global pandemic and all? <laughs> exactly. But like so it's like obviously there's the there's the there's the biological stuff, there's safety and and, and um you know health in the traditional sense, medicinal stuff, but there's just wellness generally, mental health, being prepared for these kinds of shocks, physical health, being prepared for for this stuff. Um super, super this industry is getting the kind of attention I think it deserves now because we're always on this weird, what do you think? Because I think we're always, we're always like, I think I think people are seeing just how quickly things can get nutty and it's, it's helpful to be prepared. I, I mean, I think it's a, unfortunately nowhere near enough of what it needs to be to what you're talking about. And, and you know, Bill Maher and Joe Rogan have been, uh, you know, those are two guys I, I watch and listen to, um, and they've been expounding on this concept of, yeah, again, like if you want to be better prepared for the like something like COVID uh, that's going on now, and you know the next thing, and there will probably be a next thing, you know, hopefully not, but whatever. So again, for me, like all these preppers who are, uh, you know, getting getting all the the guns and and 
all the toilet paper for some reason, um, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the message comes back to what do we know? I was actually debating on making a video because uh, we had a recent little COVID scare here where I just moved in Superior. A few folks we know uh, testing positive and things like that. So, um, and again, I, I feel, uh, A, again, that lizard brain that most of us unfortunately are, are succumbed to is, uh, oh, I can just get a vaccine and I'll be fine. So, you know, I, I need that vaccine instead of, hey, like, let me start living a healthier life so that um, on top of everything else, so that I have more insurance. And that's the way I kind of phrase, uh, again, a lot of my my offering of I'm going to help you build your retirement savings, your physical retirement savings. So when we talk about your vitamin D3 levels, um, which tend to be very low in the black population, um, I don't know if you've had your D3 levels tested at all. I'm not, I'm not. And whenever I think about vitamin D, uh, I walk outside and do the sun thing. Is it, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll show, I don't know if this will reach. I have this this guy. So even though we have really good sun here in uh, Denver, but we have 300 plus days of sunshine a year. Again, for those in climates more in the Northeast, like where you are, get something like this. I think it's less than a hundred bucks. It's a vitamin D lamp uh, and it stimulates sunshine. Uh, and it's on the same spectrum. It's a 10,000 LUX uh, lamp. Um, hmm. And so, yeah, at the end of the day though, if, if you don't get that number tested, you're not going to necessarily uh, know if you need more, uh, whether you need to supplement, whether you need to go outside every now and then. Uh, but yeah, the, we should be getting about 15 minutes of direct sunlight every day to as much of our skin as possible. It also helps set the circadian rhythm. There's all this stuff. I don't need to, we don't need to go down the full lesson right now, but, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, something like that. And it's been shown that those with higher vitamin D readings do a lot better when they get hit by something like COVID. So that comes back to the more, the fitter we are and fitness can include your vitamin D levels. Fitness can include understanding your cholesterol. So there's a lot more to cholesterol again, and that's where healthcare is, is problematic and how it talks about uh, cholesterol and puts you on, on a statin, which is, you know, we get all the commercials in every football game and things like that. Right. But um, there's a lot more to it. There's more side effects and taking statins in my opinion, uh, and, and again, all the dis legal disclaimers and things like that. Uh, but taking a statin is probably worse for your health than having a cholesterol reading in a certain range. And at the end of the day, again, it comes back to let's take a pill rather than let's look at what you're eating and let's get you to eat better food because that becomes more of a, of a whole thing, uh, of, of complications. And, oh, this guy says I, I should never eat meat. And this guy says, you know, I should only eat meat. Um, and so it gets very confusing. So anyway, yeah. I don't want to. What, yeah. do what, do what do you think about that? What do you think about like the proliferation of just information, sources of information? Now, I remember, um, you know, I remember when uh, WebMD really first started. Um, this was in my mind. I wonder how you feel about it. It's a, a fairly legitimate source for medical information that I can kind of do on my own. But I remember going to my doctor and kind of telling him what I thought you know, based on what I saw with him, and he, he kind of told me, uh, you know, his thoughts on on this. Now, WebMD, that's even just the beginning. It, it, it's exploded now. You know, there's all these people with all these incredible things to tell you. And I feel like someone like you, because I feel like that way on the political end, on the, you know, political end and the philosophical space. <laughs> it's like, well, what are all these? What are all, what, what is that? I feel like you probably see this stuff and go, what? You know, you see a bunch of, information that's less than stellar, uh, I, I'm guessing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give the most blatant example of exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, the, the, the film Game Changers that was on Netflix. Have you seen that one? No. Good, no. good. Don't waste your time. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it's, it's, again, like, like you're talking about, and again, super interesting when we talk about political stuff um, and the spread of misinformation and fact-checking. Um, but again, the film Game Changers basically made the argument that a plant-based diet is superior to being a meat eater. Um, and they use examples of a guy like Nate Diaz beating Conor McGregor in a fight. And because Nate Diaz is plant-based, they don't mention that he eats fish and eggs, whatever. Um, they don't mention that, you know, the, the, the surroundings of that uh, fight where Conor McGregor was supposed to fight. Uh, I don't know who the other guy was, but he was in a higher weight class. Uh, the other guy got injured, so McGregor had to cut weight. And so in like two weeks, he cut 15 pounds. So he was probably not in his peak condition. And he's a little, you know, cocky. So it's like, ah, oh, it's fine. I'll, I'll, you know, and he got knocked out. But then they had a rematch and he won. Anyway, but they used that one little thing and we call it cherry picking um, of, of this exclude, data. Exclude this other information. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but like for that film specifically, um, I couldn't even finish it initially because literally every single scene. And every single little vignette that they showed was this pseudoscience that I think you're alluding to a little bit. And they're doing it to manipulate the, the information. They had three NFL players and one guy is a vegetarian or again, plant-based and he's eating a burrito that has beans and rice. The other guys are eating burritos that have chicken in it. They take their blood out and they show that it's cloudy blood with the chicken. And it's like, well, that again, visually storytelling wise, it's uh, James Cameron was behind that Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jackie Chan. So visually, again, it's it's like very compelling. And I've had so many people be like, I saw that game changers thing. I'm ready to like be plant based because it's it's clear that, you know, it, it, it's a thing. So it's that's where it's up to me as a, somebody who understands the science and the science is very tricky and research is very tricky. So uh, in physical therapy, again, like, you know, how do we treat your back pain? Uh, you know, 80 percent of people have back pain. The methods for treatment of back pain are significantly all over the place. Um, and again, you can go, and we talked about this McDonald's cookie cutter thing. The reason that that still exists is because to some extent it works, but it's so far from ideal. Again, I look at a lot of things in the, in the healthcare system. And again, you kind of triggered, this is one of my obviously passionate freaking things. Um, and I'll get back to like the WebMD because I feel like I'm deviating a little bit from your question. But um, what I'll say again is, is that McDonald's approach to kind of physical therapy, again, it kind of works. Uh, but when I see some of these things, again, I just I just moved out here to uh, Colorado uh, and I, I found a new client, uh, you know, did some networking, got connected to this this chick um, and she's had pretty significant neck pain and, and a few other types of pain for a while. No, very few people in the medical system, possibly because the research is not as strong as it needs to be. Um, and again, a lot of that and there's just not a lot of money behind it. So that's the other part to what you're talking about, the WebMD thing. A, it's a lot about protecting and kind of giving your simplest answer. So if you go to a general practitioner and you're like, I have this knee pain, um, what are they gonna say? They're gonna, okay, you can take this pill. Maybe you can go to physical therapy. And again, that unfortunately is not even uh, very highly regarded in a lot, as much as we think it should be. Like there's a whole campaign that we push that nobody knows about because we're terrible marketers called Get PT First. So in most states, if you sprain your ankle, you can go see a physical therapist and you're probably going to save a lot of money on MRIs, x-rays, going to see your general practitioner, going to see an orthopedist, all these extra steps. So you can save a lot of money there. Anyway, 
You got me on this this little path. No, 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 it's fine. I think I think you're touching on. <coughs> I'm sorry. Something that's really interesting to me is like, you know, what, I think what you want to do is you want to elevate this concept of physical wellness and preparation um, to the place that people, some people in their minds hold financial wellness. Like there's been this whole marketing effort to get people to understand how important it is to, you know, have the, the 401k and, and the savings right. and to do that stuff. And so that's on people's radars in a way mm-hmm. that the, that, that your medical community, that your community hasn't been able to get into everyone's minds in that way. You know what well, I mean? There's just so much more money and at the end of the day, you know, I hate to be overly skeptical or, or whatever about it, but there's just so much money in drugs and, and, you know, again, like, yeah, cholesterol, there's no money for me telling you, Hey, try to eat more vegetables and, and, you know, try some better quality meat, uh, from a, a regenerative farm. What does that even mean? That's a whole nother conversation. I don't have time to explain all this to you. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're overweight. You, you eat like shit. Here's a pill that's going to help you manage that. We see this with diabetes, you know, people who are diabetic. Um, it's usually because they had too many spikes of insulin. And so what do we do instead of saying, Hey, maybe we should try to have you have less cake every day. Um, it becomes, here's something you can take whenever you want cake. And it, it and it's mind boggling. It's unfortunately it works, you know, to some extent it, it allows you to keep living life and keep being this version of yourself. And most people aren't happy with it. But again, now we're talking about mental health and all this stuff of like, you know, how, how happy are you with that? And again, people ask me why I work out so much. Um, it's so that my 90 year old self can run around, cannot have to deal with, you know, canes and, and being in a wheelchair and things like that and not being able to, you know, go to the bathroom by myself, things like that. So what I was going to say though, again, it's similar to the, like, if you're overweight, just eat more vegetables, uh, you know, eat a little better, eat less crap, eat better things. Um, what I was saying about this girl I, I met out here, nobody's ever looked at her scars. She's had scars uh, on her head. Um, unfortunately it works, says Ronaldo. <laughs> um, another, we got it, all the, all the tech heads. And, um, unfortunately it works. So, but yeah, what I was gonna, she, no one's ever looked at her scars. No one's worked with her breathing. And again, she's very stressed out type A. So she lives up here. So um, again, the first thing I look at on people is breathing. And again, like I can't get someone to pay me $500 to help them with their breathing, but I can get people to pay me if, oh, you have back pain. Let me give you a few exercises or stretches to get you out of back pain. Um, that's more what P- it is. It's a very, again, uh, back to the psychology thing and all that. It's and, and WebMD too. Like it's, it's what's the best version that makes sense? Um, how do we go away from where the month follow the money kind of being conspiratorial about it? But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, um, you know, again, in, to your point about, uh, investing, you know, 401k type stuff, uh, that I keep trying to use that analogy. It's, you know, would you pay me $3,000 right now? If over the next three months I worked with you one-on-one and gave you all the tools I could in that three months to live a better, you know, health and wellness type of life, um, yeah. you know, and I'm not doing it for you, but again, most people don't have the bandwidth to sit there and, and uh, be like, okay, like, you know, why shouldn't I eat brown rice or why should I not eat bread? Bread, we've been eating bread forever. I'm like, it might not be good for you, bro. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, it's something yeah. that I've just seen when people cut out, it's, they feel better. Um, you know, so, so yeah, it's, it's, again, I can, I can certainly, uh, keep going on this topic, but let's get back to you, man. 
No worries, man. Yeah, no, I think that's 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 it. It's difficult. There's a whole ecosystem of people, um, you know, not having the bandwidth and not being as you know fully informed and invested in understanding the value. And also, if there's a pill, then why? You know, if there's, yeah. if there's an easy out, that's that's it. And that's true in so many industries. Um, so yeah, yeah. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. Well, now we got to figure out how to how to spread that message, and uh, yeah, again, that's where you know I gotta I gotta find the logo that that encapsulates all that rambling. That's oh, the wow. next. <laughs> oh, was that, wow. that a shot? Shots fired, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my logo, Billy. <laughs> Come on, Billy. Um, no, man, I really appreciate. Uh, a lot of people really love that that logo you put together. Um, yeah, it was. It was I know I have to update it. We gotta add. It's gotta be a both fit care. I'm still debating on on that oh, too. Yeah. I mean, people don't seem to like the word care again because it's it's not sexy, um, you know. And that's unfortunately again, like that's what I believe in. Care's but not sexy. Care is not sexy, man. Doesn't doesn't get people doesn't get the people going. Yeah. You know what's the the Will Ferrell uh, skater movie? Get the people going. Get the people going. Uh, was that blazing? No, uh, blades, blades of oh, glory. Uh, yeah, blades of glory. Uh, skating one. Yeah, I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's one of my wife's favorites. Really? She loves. She loves Will Ferrell. It's just. It's just silly, silly comedy. It's always that. It's always that. Him, that one, and uh, the cop one are the two ones I have. Oh my god, that's bro. The other guys <laughs> with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that is yeah. that is that is my. If I had to be on a desert island or whatever, I would one hundred percent. It would be my whatever top five. I I mean, it might be my number one. I don't know. I just I, I comedy wise, it's just the exact comedy I love, of of just dry and like really really deep cuts. There's like TLC references that are. They just it's it's just it's just one of the. I, I, I love it, man. I love it. Uh, I'm yeah. in space, so I'm with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they ruin, they ruin too. But anyway, funny, funny, random story about that. I was in Paris during Fashion Week, which is when they were shooting Zoolander two, and I got a reservation for a really fancy restaurant, um, and we got like an eleven something o'clock reservation and uh, at the bar, and it was like eleven thirty, and guess who walks in? Owen Wilson, and oh, he wow. sits next to me. And uh, Midnight in Paris had just come out. And uh, it might be one of the greatest regrets of my life. I did not say, "Hey, Owen, did you know it's midnight in Paris?" Some, some, something like that, like <laughs> that he wouldn't have appreciated. Just but you, you could have said he's so hot right now. He's so hot. Well, yeah. I just, I was like, I'm gonna leave him alone. He looks like he's enjoying his food. I also probably had a little too much wine at that point, but you know, it's probably the right one. That's probably the right know. one. Good job. One of the best meals I've I've ever had, by the way, is like I think it was a three star Michelin restaurant. Um, yeah, it was. Paris Paris food is is phenomenal. I've I never do. been, man. I've never been to Paris, man. Take I, you know. take take the wife once the world opens up, man. The That's soon the to soon to be wife. That's the plan. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on? We're kind of huh. coming up on time. You got a lot. Of, what about what are the projects you're working on? You're doing a lot of the. Man, um, I'm working on a documentary about mushrooms. Mm. Um, That's right. I'm and I'm doing the graphics and the animation for that. 
also working on some like NFT stuff. Uh, so like non-fungible tokens, which is a digital art assets and getting my bearings with that space and a couple other other projects as well. So just trying to stay busy, man, trying to keep getting better and, and figure it all out, you know? Definitely. The hallucinogen thing is, is pretty interesting. Um, trying to do some research, get, yeah. get myself familiar. <laughs> what about you? What about you? you what's your experience with, with hallucinogens and mushrooms? You're not. I, I have never participated. I haven't gone past uh, the, the marijuana train on, on any of that. Uh, I'd be open to it. Um, I, I hear very interesting things about ayahuasca. Um, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily feel I have a lot of repressed trauma, which is what a lot of folks talk about with that, where again, I think, but maybe I do, maybe I'm, I'm just able, really good at burying it way deep down there. So I'd be curious. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be curious, uh, what comes out of that. But, um, yeah, again, I've, I've seen a lot about it. Tim Ferriss talks about it a lot. There's a lot of academic stuff. Um, and again, unfortunately, so many people have trauma and, and we don't have fantastic solutions for them. So, uh, it's very exciting that, you know, this, this taboo ish thing is getting a lot of press and, and guys like you are bringing, bringing even more to it. Uh, Alex, yeah, I think, I think Fig, Fig, Figgy just sent an article link, ah, um, about, about that. Thank you, Figs. I think the trauma angle is interesting because that's kind of the, the more prominent uh, angle. The way I look at it really is like, you know, even for those who, you know, where trauma is not the first thing, it's like, hmm, I only had maybe three or four experiences with it, but I think it, it's helpful in pulling, and this is something that I think I bought a lot in terms of, uh, you know, psychology and identity. It pulls you out of your, out of a lot of assumptions. Mm. I think a lot of the, the, the natural, this is just me being a lay person trying to explain it, like the natural connections that occur reflexively between like our, our experience and the brain um, that allow us to kind of just reflexively act the way that we think we are acting ourselves, whatever that means. It pulls you on that and yeah. gives you an opportunity to like, to potentially try other things, which is why I think it manifests that way where some people can end up quitting habits like smoking that they've been mm. doing for 30 years. Um, right. I think so the, the, I think the benefits haven't even been yeah. on yet because of all the, the stupid legal stuff. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And again, I do think, uh, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of potential there and hopefully we do start to see, and it's been used for thousands of years in different cultures, societies, things like that. Right. So, um, you know, there, there's just that kind of, like you said, taboo to it that hopefully we can, overcome soon and and as, as the research gets there you know at th this point uh i don't know if it's going to come down to a company being able to make a lot of money on it or you know that's when it, it'll it'll have that um critical mass point of of jumping into the mainstream again guys like tim ferris um and michael pollan has been on top of that um i'm wondering if the article uh, i don't think we can uh use that article you sent figgy if you're still watching there but uh we'll, we'll, it's a new york times article from march 18th an opinion piece something about oregon psychedelic therapy so i'm going to say it here if uh you should be able to google that if you can't use that direct link um anyway but yeah man i think i think that's that's again very exciting very cool and in terms of that yeah i mean it's it's very interesting how we we put up uh again we call it the lizard brain but we we you know we don't want to lose control sometimes 
Um, you know, we we have all these different things going on in our neurology, our how our brain works. Um, and again, a lot of that can can be related to tr some kind of trauma or just wired patterns. The the way that the brain gets wired from different experiences that uh, again, super interesting and understanding how, uh, again, not, not having experienced it myself. I don't know, you know, I can't speak too much to it, but my understanding of sure. it is, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> different ways yeah. that we can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether it's with mushrooms or ayahuasca or one way or another, I, I do think, I, I think it's amazing. This, this concept of, of the wiring and the rewiring and, you know, trying to hack and figure out how to, um, get best results, you know, best mm -hmm. self-defined results um, is really interesting to me. And, right. and that includes the physical. I mean, you, 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 you know, that's why, um, you know, going back to the shit that you do, you know, but that's <laughs> all. Um, but I love that stuff. So, I mean, that's, that's, you want to get into some passions, man. I get, I get really excited about the idea of like figuring out you know, what we're perceiving and what, how it affects our feelings and how it affects our energy, how it affects our choices. Um, yeah, I guess I, I don't know where else to go with that. <laughs> That's all right, man. Yeah, there's a lot there. Um, but yeah, we can leave it there and uh, let, let everyone know where they can find you if they want to look up what you're up to on it, on the Instagrams and all that. Yes. I'm on Instagram at Billy.Bunton. Uh, the website is BillyBunton.com. Uh, the podcast is the Where Is Now podcast. I can't believe I'm. I have all. The, I'm just plugging my three things. I've never. This is actually my first interview, by the way. Well, this is pretty oh. interesting. Doing this little ending. Uh, <laughs> this little ending spiel is interesting. Um, yeah, all over that stuff. Uh, check out the podcast. I think you'd really love it. And thanks for having me on here, Bo. Appreciate. Yeah, you. man. Definitely my pleasure. Um, hopefully, folks got something out of it. Uh, feel free to reach out to me, Billy, subscribe, like, share, comment, smash that like button. Smash um, that like button, man. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're going to sign off. Billy, you can stay on. Uh, we'll chat a little more. And uh, yeah. yeah, hope everyone's getting 1% better today. And we'll talk to you soon.